Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Death in film is only as meaningful as the impact it has on the story going forwards. Whether a second-act shocker or a drawn-out endgame swan song, it's the void the character's departure leaves that lingers on in the minds of the viewers however big or small. And a lot of the time, the death of a major character is every bit as weighty as the film wants it to be, until the sequel rolls around and turns it completely on its head. Sometimes a character should just be left to rest. Other times when said character does indeed stay dead, they shouldn't then be mentioned every five minutes until you're sick of hearing about them. Whatever the case, their role in the sequels often robs their original exit of some, or all, of its value. As the following examples show, I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com and here are 10 powerful movie deaths devalued by the sequels. Number 10. Jaws Jaws 2 Now hear me out. The original Jaws was blown up in spectacular fashion by Martin Brody aboard the Orca. As we all know, it was a definitive end to the Great White Menace and neatly closed the book while assuring us that the waters of Amity Island would be sufficiently shark-free thereafter. So when Jaws 2 introduced yet another great white shark, just as deadly and prolific as the first, and hunted by Brody once again, no less, the film's very existence created an unfortunate implication that the first Jaws was not just a one-off, and that the risk of great white sharks wandering in and snacking on swimmers is practically constant, effectively making Brody's efforts for nothing. It's a terrifically awful way of belittling the threat that the shark in Steven Spielberg's 1975 original posed. And if that wasn't bad enough, this problem is drawn attention to even further in the two sequels that follow Jaws 2. What a way to ruin a timeless classic. Number 9. T-800 Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines this entry is a standout for much of the same reasoning as Jaws 2. A character that definitely and unambiguously died in the previous film is replaced by something identical in both appearance and intent. How are we not supposed to wonder, well, what was the point in killing them then? Of course, the Terminator series has the excuse of the T-800 models being mass-produced soldiers of Cyberdyne systems. 
So obviously more than one Arnie was bound to show up sooner or later. The original Terminator film released in 1984 introduces the character as an antagonist. And sure enough, he meets his end in that one too. But the thought-provoking sacrifice of the good T-800 in 1991's Terminator 2 Judgment Day is easily the one that people remember the most. Naturally then, any sequels featuring yet another T-800 model would surely take away from this dramatic death scene, right? And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. Don't even get me started on Terminator Genesis. Number 8. Letty Ortiz Fast Five and Fast and Furious 6 The longer the comeback of a presumed dead character is hinted at, the more of an afterthought it often appears as. In this person's case, it was four years and two sequels later that they seemingly rose from the dead. In the first four installments of the Fast and Furious series, Letty Ortiz is the girlfriend of Dominic Toretto and one of the franchise's main characters. It came as a great shock in 2009's Fast and Furious when she was revealed to have been killed in a high-speed crash off-screen, setting in motion Dom's quest for revenge against the drug lord Arturo Braga. Admittedly, she's never explicitly seen to have died, but for her survival to be teased in Fast 5's post-credits scene and then full-on confirmed in Fast and Furious 6 as an amnesiac-trained killer, of course, makes the whole of the fourth film seem rather pointless in retrospect. What really rubs salt in the wounds is that Dom seems to have moved on from Letty's death settling down with police officer Elena Neves. When Letty finally does return to him, he unapologetically drops Elena like a hot brick, which is an extra kicker when a later film reveals her to be pregnant with his child. Way to go, Dom. Way to go. Number 7. Harry Hart slash Galahad Kingsman The Golden Circle Given how little effort 20th Century Fox put in to keep this character's return a secret, what with it all over the trailers and posters long before its release, perhaps this entry deserves to be higher up on the list. But it's here, so let's talk about it. Kingsman The Secret Service sees Eggsy's mentor, Harry Hart aka Galahad, shot right in the eye by Samuel L. Jackson's Richmond Valentine. The pivotal moment forces Eggsy to learn to stand on his own two feet, as well as allowing him to take Hart's place as the new Galahad. In any other universe, Harry would be D-E-A-D after that point-blank shot. But as revealed in the sequel Kingsman The Golden Circle, the Kingsman agent was rescued moments later by the American statesman by means of an experimental serum. The shock reveal of an amnesiac, one-eyed Harry being held at the statesman headquarters is indeed a powerful moment in and of itself. But at the same time, a death that is not permanent is barely a death at all. Number 6. Spock Star Trek 3 The Search for Spock Tell me, dear friends, how is one of cinema's most iconic deaths supposed to hold on to its meaning if, before you've even seen it, the very title of the following film tells you that the character isn't actually dead? Well, actually, he is, technically speaking, at least in body. Learning that Spock transferred his Catra to Dr. McCoy right before he died, the crew are able to restore his life by reuniting the Catra with his body, which, conveniently enough, has been re-engineered on the newly created Genesis planet, albeit as a child. He's an extremely fast-growing child, however, and before long, Spock is back to his correct age. On his own planet, an ancient ritual brings together his soul and body. And though a tad forgetful at first, the stone-faced Vulcan quickly returns to his old, inscrutable self. 
As entertaining as the film is, its entire premise is nothing short of a complete U-turn. For Spock, whose death in the Wrath of Khan now holds little to no value, and for Khan himself, who has technically been robbed of his greatest victory. Not cool. Number 5. Gamora – Avengers Endgame Thanos' quest to find the Infinity Stones comes at a terrible price, when he is forced to sacrifice his own daughter Gamora as a trade for the Soul Stone. Having been a leading member of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Gamora's death was no small thing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and as explained by the Stone's keeper, the Red Skull, what is done cannot be undone. Unless there's time travel, of course, which there is. True, by going back in time in Avengers Endgame, Gamora's fate is neither undone nor altered in any way. But in the alternate reality they create, the past version of the green-skinned warrior is still very much alive. And by the end of the film, the rest of the Guardians are determined to track her down when she goes off on her own. Aside from being from the past and therefore a little behind on things, Gamora is exactly the same person. So, once again, her death basically needn't have happened at all. Great. Number 4. Jack Sparrow – Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End In most cases, the death of a film franchise's lead character is the telltale sign of that franchise coming to an end. In other cases, the series continues on via spin-offs. Or, as the Pirates of the Caribbean saga so nonchalantly demonstrates, undoing the character's death altogether. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End introduces the concept of Davy Jones' locker, an unseen place at the literal end of the world to which Davy Jones is charged with transporting those lost at sea. This is where Jack ends up, having been devoured by the monstrous Kraken at the end of the previous film. Led by another recently deceased character, Captain Barbosa, who could just as easy make this list, the crew of the Black Pearl traveled to the locker to rescue Jack from his fate. Which they do! And suddenly, everything is just peachy again. Bacon saving mystical plot device or not, it's undeniable that having Captain Jack back in this film, and every subsequent one it's worth noting, seriously cheapens his supposed departure in the one preceding it. Number 3. General Zod – Batman v Superman – Dawn of Justice The death of Kryptonian General Zod at the hands of Superman himself is a true cinematic shock to the system. The Man of Steel's pain is palpable as he is forced to snap his rival's neck, ending the life of one of the only other surviving members of his race. It's pretty deep stuff. In true Hollywood fashion, though, that's not nearly enough of a burden for Kal-El to carry on his shoulders. So what does the sequel do? No, not bring Zod back, no no. More like have Lex Luthor use his corpse to create a genetically engineered Kryptonian human-killing machine. It's the disrespect here that really makes Zod's return that much worse. Why the writers didn't think to leave him well enough alone as a haunting memory in Superman's otherwise hopeful mind is anyone's guess. Instead, they tarnished not one, but three classic DC characters. Zod, Doomsday, and Lex Luthor. For the sake of raising the stakes in a way that could flimsily serve to unite Batman and Superman against a common enemy. What a waste. Number 2. Ellen Ripley – Alien Resurrection Say what you want about the film itself. But the death of the series protagonist, Ellen Ripley, in 1992's Alien 3 is easily its most poignant and memorable moment. On the verge of birthing an alien queen, Ripley makes the ultimate sacrifice, jumping willingly into a red-hot furnace and ending her own life. 
That doesn't stop the Wayland yutani Corporation, however, and in order to obtain this queen's fetus, they make several clones of Ripley. Seven hideously unsuccessful attempts later, Ripley 8 is born. Identical outwardly to the real Ellen Ripley, but possessing alien qualities too, such as corrosive blood. On one hand, the cloning of Ripley really shows the brutality and sociopathy of Wayland yutani and the lengths to which they are prepared to go to get what they want. But on the other hand, in seeing the mashed-up homuncular failed clones begging for death, one has to wonder why Ripley 8 isn't doing the same. If Fox wanted another alien film so badly, couldn't they have just created a different protagonist instead of contriving a truly grotesque way of bringing the old one back? As history shows, apparently not. Number 1. Emperor Palpatine Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Rise of Skywalker pretty much ignores the question of just how Emperor Palpatine somehow survived being thrown hundreds of feet down a reactor shaft by Darth Vader. Rise of Skywalker pretty much ignores the question of just how Emperor Palpatine somehow survived being thrown hundreds of feet down a reactor shaft by Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi, instead assuming we're all okay with it and carrying swiftly on. What it does answer, however, is something we'd all have rather it hadn't. Palpatine has actually been the puppet master behind the First Order the whole time, quite literally in the case of Snoke. What this means is that Palpatine's existence not only devalues his own decades-old death scene, but it also drags several majorly important characters down with him. Darth Vader for sacrificing his life to save his son, Snoke who could have been a character of formidable power and significance instead of a mere shell, and Luke Skywalker, who is revered for saving the galaxy when in reality Palpatine's survival shows he didn't actually achieve that much. The modern Star Wars trilogy is free to contradict itself all it likes, but when it starts retroactively tainting the originals, huh, that's where the line has to be drawn. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.